go. Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is January 25th. I'm going to look, welcome back. It's episode four of the new year, and I want to say thank you guys. I love you guys. Um, all right, so where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, um, anywhere you can find really your podcast needs is where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the uh, latest updates of the Cruising Podcast is at Instagram on uh, at Cruising Podcast, also on uh, Twitter at Nice Town Finest. All right, yo, listen, listen. Um, as you guys can probably see from the title of this, I've been watching entirely way too much TV in the past two weeks. <laughs> it, I haven't done my regular show in two weeks, but I did my history show last week with uh, Martin Luther King. Hopefully you guys go out and go listen to that. Um, it's cruising around the world. Hopefully you guys go and enjoy that bad boy. Also, uh, yeah, man, what have I been watching, though? What have I been watching it's been weird it's been crazy all right so i started watching who killed malcolm x it's a docuseries about um i'm i'm gonna ruin his last i'm gonna ruin his name but his last name is rockman and he is doing an expose of who actually killed malcolm x and um i'm not going to talk about it in, intensely here because tomorrow for the history podcast for the cruising around the world um i'm going to go in depth about malcolm x okay that's what we're going to do but i just want to say it's a great docuseries on netflix if you guys get a chance go watch it it's it's dark it's dark and disheartening to know just the story about uh, just the story around his his assassination not just his life. His life is a sad story all in itself. But the story of his assassination is even worse. And it, and you're going to hear this tomorrow, but I'm going to say this here. Black people, white people, well, mostly my, my culture. I just want to say this. My black people, can we please stop this crab in a barrel bullshit? That's all I ask. Let's stop being crabs in a barrel. If you guys don't know what I mean from that, crabs, when they're inside of a barrel, if one starts to climb up out of it, another one will pull it down so it can be back down to the level of where we're at. We got to stop this, man. We got to stop this. And I think more more of our future needs to watch something like this our future needs to watch something like this our even now even like at my age i'm over 30 and over people need to watch this everybody needs to watch this because we have a problem in this in this culture in our communities and this that and the third is that we keep bringing each other down guys walking around with books all right motherfucker loser man you you, you nerds and boom 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 you know some, you know, back in the day, it was kind of had to be held that, you know, I couldn't tell y'all watched anime, but everybody I knew, even the gangsters, even the dudes I knew were drug dealers, that, this, that, and the third, watched Dragon Ball Z. We grew up on Dragon Ball Z, but that wasn't, you, you, you weren't gangster. And 
for some of the white people that I know, they feel like a nerdy black dude isn't all the way black. It ain't your culture to be telling some somebody about their own. Oh man, that guy right there, he's 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 just he's not even black, man. You're the whitest black guy I know. What the fuck does that mean? I hear that from black people more than I hear it from white people. So it's crazy. So what all I'm gonna ask is as a community as a whole, please let's stop bringing each other down. Bring each other up. Positively. Positive I can't say words. Black owned businesses. In February, and it's going to sound crazy. I mean, this is going to be crazy to you guys. But in February, probably second week in February, because first week weekend, I got, I got, I got, I got, uh, yeah. All right, first weekend, <laughs> second weekend in February, I'm going to start shopping at black-owned businesses on Fridays. If it's not black-owned, I will not be shopping there. You will not get my business on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. And that's the bottom line. We need to start supporting our own. We need to start buying back our blocks. We need to start educating our youth. Not just black people. Everybody, yo. But mostly for me, for my culture, to give back to my culture, I'm going to start doing stuff like that. This is why I started a podcast mostly about black history, because I want not just American people to understand it. I want people around the world to understand the culture of black people, what we have done to to for the betterment of humankind. It's not it, it, it's time. It's time that we are put into the light. There's so many black inventors out there that people just don't understand that, that black people invented that. So, uh, I'm, before I go too far into my discussion, my fault, this isn't the Black History Podcast. Well, this isn't the podcast, but, you know, I want you guys to understand that this is our time. This is the time to unite against all predators. Yeah, that word. The word that I can't say right now. It's weird. It's weird. I normally can say words, but I can't. I've been fucking tired. Today I'm. I, can, let me let me tell you something. I don't know what it is. I went and worked out this morning. I did. I got a workout in. I started playing tennis, and then like I hit like fifty serves, and at for serve fifty one, all of a sudden I just felt a wall hit me, and I felt tired as fuck. It's been weird, yo. I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I don't know if it's because I went and worked out with my nephew and his friend um on Sunday. I worked out with them on Sunday, and when we were working out, like, they just, they bring some different energy for me, man, like, I'm just, they give me energy to start doing young bull stuff, and I think that's, it's not, I mean, I think it's great, it's awesome, man, hey, if you guys are, like, hurting on your workouts and stuff, bring a younger person with you, they'll give you a different energy, man, especially ones that want to learn, that would, that's what makes me happy about those two, they want to learn, they want to get better, at everything they do, basketball, football, sport, every, like everything. They want to get better at it. Now, is there going to be some shit talking around the way? Of course. My, all, my, all my nephews and nieces all talk shit. All of them. I don't know where they get it from, but they all talk shit. All of them. I, 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 hey, they all talk shit. 
especially the second eldest one. That motherfucker right there talks the most shit, okay? I don't know why, but he talks the most shit. I can't even play Madden against his dad in the same room. I couldn't do it. That kid was just talking shit in my ear. It was it was like, what, what, what man? I said, yeah. he was like, yeah, that's why dad just scored that touchdown. Oh, you threw that interception? Man, like, yo, man, hey, that, it made me want to go and get and find a nice young lady, have a child with her, just so I could have someone talk shit for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt like I was in the away game. I was at an away game. You know, I was in enemy territory, and I, I, there was nothing else I could do, all right? The, he was talking shit. I couldn't say anything. You know what I mean? I couldn't say anything because I was losing at the time. It, I felt like, it, it felt like, you know, when you're shooting a free throw, and you're in, in on at the... Uh, and you're at the away team, and they're sitting there like banging on the little uh, the little thunder sticks and stuff like that. I'm just sitting here wa- waiting for. Them. I'm just like, yo, yo, get out of my face, man! Why you all in? You in my space? I'm trying to play video games. Give me some elbow room for my video games. I couldn't do it. He was just talking massive amount of shit, like heavy shit too. Like I, like he was playing, but I was playing against his dad. I was like, man, I'm about to go get me a kid, man. I don't know, man. I, I guess I got to get a kid so he can talk shit to you or talk shit for me. You know what I'm saying? That's just not fair. That ain't fair. You know, he got he, he got five of them. You know, I, so I can't really. What? I, whatever. You know, I, I can't compete with that yet. So that's just that's just what I deal with. But um, also what I've watched creepily. Uh, I watched the Night Stalker. Is it weird? Now, now, don't get... It's going to sound crazy. I'm watching some creepy-ass shit. Don't, let's not get it twisted. I watch some creepy-ass shit. Is it weird that I fell asleep watching it? I think I was just dead tired from work. But at the same time, I was sitting there like... Is it bad that I just like, can go to sleep to some real evil shit like that? And not have any nightmares? Or just... I didn't really dream that night. I'm just like... Oh, shit, I went to sleep watching Night Stalker. Now, just in case you guys don't know who the Night Stalker is, it's Richard Ramirez. In 1985, he um, killed 40, they, what, what, like, this is the official number, but the unofficial number is a lot higher, probably. But he killed 47 people in various amounts of ways, in various amounts of, um, of ages, and it, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, and just like listening to the police talk about him, like the, the two, uh, mur- the two homicide detectives talk about him was e- even weirder for me. It was just like this dude, like this dude went on a killing spree. The one, he's what we would call a serial killer. <laughs> um, you know, he worshiped the devil. He, um, he, he just, he was able to stay out of the watchful eye of ev- of all of the um of all of pretty much Los Angeles area and he went to San Francisco and killed a few people too like that story his story and the, the documentary it's a new one that's on Netflix also I don't know what it is man Netflix has some really good documentaries I, they have some hitters out there all right um but this dude what sneak into people's house and shoot them and also rape and he has sexually you know he's also a child molester like everything about this guy everything you could do evil possibly to another person he did and 
just to remind you that it, I, I think these documentaries just remind you like, yo, there's some sick fucks out there. There's, there's people like that. They might not have been unlocked, but they, 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 they didn't even really give us a, like, they gave us a really brief history about Richard Ramirez too. Like his dad was, um, alcoholic or some, like, you know, most serial killers are, are, are they born evil? Possibly not, but their environment makes them that evil. And it was fucking crazy. It was crazy just the, the, they, they showed the murder scenes. They, you know what I'm saying? It, like, yo, they're getting real explicit with shit now, man. And like, like even with the, the, who killed Malcolm X, it was like, these are photos. I don't think anyone's ever seen before of Malcolm, of Malcolm X's dead body. The, the crime scene there. These are pictures and videos I've never seen before from the Malcolm X assassination and then the Richard Ramirez thing was just like fuck man like this dude was on the run was out there doing this for possibly like for half a year and literally like if they they show a map of where the murders were happening and they were like like blocks away from each other and when he finally got caught it took the community to beat the ever-living shit out of him to stop him from escaping That is amazing. It's amazing. It's a crazy ass story. It's a weird ass story. And just I like I watched Mindhunter, so like you know I kind of got like a a brief. I'm kind of an expert. Um, nah, but there's sick fucks out there like this, and that's what's scary. Like that dude was able to do this because technology wasn't up at this point. You know, police, I I don't even, they might still go through this now, but policing, you know, some, there's like five jurisdictions in Los Angeles alone, and they weren't helping each other. You would think after the Ted Bundy shit, you would probably fucking want to start, you know, helping each other out, because if, if you haven't seen the Ted Bundy documentary, we're talking about multiple states where this man had killed people, killed women. Multiple states, this man killed women. And the states wouldn't tell each other what was going on. Descriptions, what, you know, another murder here, another murder there. Like, they could have caught Ted Bundy so much faster if they just helped each other. They probably would have been able to help. I mean, they probably would have been able to catch Richard Ramirez a lot quicker if everybody helped each other. It was crazy to watch. It was so crazy to watch. And so if you guys do get a chance, it's the Night Stalker on um on Netflix. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Um all right, where are we going? Where, where, where you guys want me to go? Oh, still, let's stay on Netflix real quick. History of swear words. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was very skeptical by this. Because first of all, it was Nick Cage. Nick Cage, you know, look, listen, he's got some bangers. Let's be real, he got some bangers. Um, National Treasure, great fucking movie. Uh, Con Air, I th- why couldn't you just give it back to Bunny? Like that, that, that was a great movie. People don't understand how great of a movie Con Air was. I was very skeptical to watch Nick Cage host a show about swear words. Just in case you guys don't know, swear words is like fuck, bitch, shit, uh, ho. No, not ho. What was it? Fuck, bitch, shit. Um, 
there was some other shit too. But um, they actually literally gave us a history on where possibly some of the swear words came from. Um, they had like comedians and some historians and some like dictionary people too. No, oh, give me one second, sorry. And some people that you know ran the dictionary and things like it's weird it's it's kind of crazy um so if you do guys get a chance to go watch the netflix it's kind of like the history of uh swear words where they came from um really like how they've been used how they kind of like change as time went on how like fuck wasn't really meant for sex it was actually just meant for i forgot what it was but it was just meant just for everything really it's kind of like when i say john you know or ho if you live in texas oh shit okay um yeah that's pretty much what fuck was until people started making it sexual all right so another thing <clears throat> cw premiered batwoman again as everybody doesn't know i mean as you might not know ruby rose was the original uh she was the original batwoman on cw due to i guess physical demands and yo you gotta understand cw shows are 20 episodes so if you're doing an action show for cw i've been listening to um inside of you podcast with michael rosenbaum and when he was talking to um steven amell and him doing his own stunts and i'm pretty sure ruby rose did her own stunts to do that for 20 episodes and the, the hours that they said they were on set that had to be hella demanding now she did it for 20 think about how long Stephen Amell did it for and like damn it's a new age you know what I'm saying so that that you doing practical effects has to be a bitch you know if she was like a sorcerer type deal it might have been easier on her bones but she's Batwoman Batwoman doesn't have any powers okay people say they're not superheroes listen fuck you um yeah so we have a new Batwoman. She's black. Yay! Black woman, black excellence, baby. That that sounded very um feminine. Sorry, that was a little feminine. My bad. I was I, I had to get hyped. I was hyped. I was hyped. Leave me alone. All right. I was. I'm not. I'm not. I'm allowed to do that. Yo. Um. But we have a new Batwoman. She was. She started out as a homeless lady. Um. Let me try to make sure, because I want to make sure I got her name. Her name's Ryan Wilder, okay? Um, season 2 premiered last week. Uh, episode 2 should be out right now. I think they kind of... Here's my problem, and here's my only problem with so far, and if they continue this, it's going to really piss me the fuck off. Um, They're kind of hanging on Um, Ruby Rose's character. Uh, Kat, what is it, Kane? Yeah, Kane. Shit, Kate Kane. Fuck, man. I, my bad, y'all. My my alpha brain has not kicked in yet. So, <laughs> no, but Kate Kane, they kind of like, in my opinion, they kind of stick in. I hope they don't stick to this story too long. You know, like, what happened to Kate? Kate's not here. Kate's not there. What's going on with Kate? Look, listen. Listen. You got, like, three episodes for that. Like, oh, man, if Kate was here. No, 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 no. You got three episodes. Three. Get that storyline and dead that shit. We got a new Batwoman. She's black. She's excellent. She can fight. 
you know, what was kind of cool is that her background is, is like she got karate background. You know, she, uh, you know, she's been in trouble a few times. I mean, you know, typical Robin type shit, but she's Batwoman. She's actually a black woman is the one taking care of Gotham. Let's fucking go. And, and if I remember correctly, and she's bisexual. And Kate was a lesbian. So, she's got a couple things on her plate that I know a lot of you fanboys out there, especially Batman fanboys, and not Batman, especially some of you nerdy fanboys are kind of like, well, she, how, how can you have a black woman play, uh, how can you have a black woman play Batwoman? And then, hold on, she's gay? Oh, no. So, she got three things working against her. She's a woman, she's a black woman, and she is gay. And the problem is, is that this is awesome. And she's kicking fucking ass. And that's awesome to me. It's great. That is awesome. I, I No, dead ass. Like, you don't understand. It's beautiful seeing black excellence on film. Even if it's a fictional character. Who gives a shit? It's awesome. Now, if I have a daughter, I can sit my daughter down and say, hey, look. Look what's possible. I know it's a fictional character, but we can be heroes too. Now we're being depicted as now we are being depicted as heroes, especially wildly rich heroes. She's not rich yet. She might inherit some of that Bruce Wayne money. We don't know yet. But what's cool is is that we can go now and say, "Yo, now we're heroes." Look at that. That's Batwoman. Oh, oh, that's Batman. Speaking of. There is a new black Batman. His name is Tim Jace Fox. Uh, the, it's, uh, the second issue has came out. They're coming out every other week. It's the future state of uh, uh, the next Batman. And it's right now Tim Jace Fox. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you haven't gone, if you don't read comic books, then you are missing out on this one. This is a great comic. Also, uh, DC is also doing the other side of the Disney uh, of the DC universe, which is nothing but black superheroes in comics. Apparently, a new issue actually comes out this week, which I'm very excited about. So I'm going to get um, both issues. I'm going to read both at the same time, and I'll have a report on those bad boys. I'm I'm excited, man. It, it's so much so much going on, and people are like, "Well, some some dumbass said that I should be insulted by this." No. Why? This is awesome. This is great. Now I can go read a book with a child. Even if I'm just a teacher, I can read a book with them and say, yo, this is, you know, yeah, he's black. It's kind of cool. That's cool. You don't see the same, you know, white chisel chin face look good looking guy. Now you see the black guy chiseled and shit like that too. Rich got technology, got all this, that and third. It's awesome. So, I, I, I'm very excited to see DC going to this direction. Because this is awesome. DC's going to, in their animation department. I can't wait until he premieres on there. Just in case everybody doesn't know, there's already been a black Batman before. Well, technically, in the other side of, <laughs> in the other history of, uh, of, of the DC universe. But... There is Batwing, who is Luke Fox, who's Lucia's son. Um, 
Now, why do they keep keeping in the Fox family? I don't ask questions. Oh, by the way, the Batwoman that is here now, the, the you know, uh, uh, Ryan Wilder right now, she is, um, she was made, like that character was made by CW. She has no comic books. So what's great about this is that they're working with, they're working with, you know, Clay. This is their Clay. This is their own clay. They don't have to go off of any storybooks. We don't know. We don't have any prior knowledge about her. This is cool. I I like learning about this. Learning. We're learning about somebody new. This is awesome. Also, um, you know who else was made this way? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was never in the comics until Batman the Animated Series. Until she was put on film. That's when Harley Quinn came. You're welcome. Yes, I know. It just gave you guys a new wrinkle in your brain. I know it's supposed to be a um a urban legend, but you just got a new wrinkle. You're you're welcome. Um, all right. So next, where I'm gonna go to. I was gonna talk about American Gods and War and this new show Warrior I've been watching, but I wanna catch up on Warrior and I also wanna catch up on uh American Gods fully. Um just in case, uh, just one, I'll, I'll give you guys a brief description real quick. Warrior is a story that's based on a Chinese immigrant coming into 1800s, um, pretty much right after the Civil War, um, San Francisco, and now you would see how Mexicans feel about coming to this country. The shit is as old as time. Oh, you, oh, y'all thought the border talk was, is new? Oh, no. That's been going on forever. And what's crazy is the people that are mad about the Chinese coming over are the ones a hundred years before that were mad, that got, that were getting spit on and told to go back to their country. Also, fucking hypocrites, right? It's crazy. That, uh, crab in a barrel. Crap, this is supposed to be the melting pot. Crab in a barrel. All right, American Gods. If you don't know what American Gods is, is what's what's pretty cool about American Gods is that it, it's pretty much older gods like the Norse gods, like Norse mythology, um, African gods. Um, who else do we have? We have a leprechaun um, and quite a few other older gods that we all know about, like, you know, Roman and Greek gods too. Um, really, it's a battle between them and the new gods who is one of them Mr. World. He actually creates like calamity and stuff like that. New media, um, media, which is, you know, her followers are all on social media. Anybody that uses social media, that's her followers. And then we have technology. Of course, you know, technology, he, he does technology shit like computers and, uh, new virus softwares and shit like that. And so that's who they're fighting against right now that's that's just right now what i'm dealing with right now okay um oh my goodness um ooh, i might have to pause this for a second <sighs> breathe it out breathe it out andrew breathe it out i don't know man something I, it's gonna be weird man hold on hold on hold on hold on just let me talk about this for a little bit please give me 10 more minutes give me 10 more minutes give me 10 more minutes okay body thank you all right listen all right, so Dustin, a huge fight happened this weekend. Dustin Poirier versus um, Conor McGregor. Listen, a lot of you counted out Dustin Poirier. 
Poirier, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Y'all counted that man out. Y'all never even talked about him. Everything that was... Everything that was predicated for this fight was for Conor McGregor, the return of the king. Um, uh, yeah, every everybody that went to talk to Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna knock him out, right? He's gonna just run through him, right? Like nobody nobody betting on Conor uh Dustin Poirier, right? Ah, uh, I wish I bet on him. Fuck, man. I was tell I, I was telling my brother. I was telling him. I was like, yo, he's he, I, like everybody's counting my boy out, man. It's been seven years, which is wild in itself. This is kind of when the Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor train started kind of started, you know, chugging up is when he beat Dustin the first time. Seven years ago. God, think about it. Conor McGregor took two years off. So really, his train's been going for, like, fighting-wise, about five, six, about five years? Wow. That shit's crazy, yo. Time flies, man. But nobody counted him counted him in this fight. Nobody. Except for me. Except for probably Theo Vaughn. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Except for me and the motherfucking Rat King. I'm a huge fan of Dustin Poirier. Why? I watched this documentary a long time ago. Now now I think about it, now it's a long time ago. <clears throat> I watched this documentary. It was called Fightville. And he was the main dude. He was actually fighting out in Lake Jackson. Um, and um, it's like the kind of almost the border of Texas and Louisiana. Like, that's where it, most of his fights were happening um, at one point when he was coming up. And they were following his gym. And he was the main guy. He was knocking everybody the fuck out. And then I think it got to the point where he got signed to, not to the UFC. I think he got signed to somewhere else. And that was the end of that one, the end of that documentary. But I always remember that. I always remember the grind that that dude was going through. They did not give him any favors in that fucking gym. They say, "Yeah, man, he's one of the best fighters." But fucker going to work. That's why I keep. That's why I say Poye because that's how I heard it on on Fightville. I heard Poye, not Poirier. I, I don't know where they get this from. Like on Fightville, I think that's how the dude was saying it's Poye. Maybe that was just the way I heard it. <clears throat> but. I've always been a fan of his. And so seeing him beat Conor McGregor like he did, get his revenge, was was just, it was poetic justice. I was so happy. I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Don't get it twisted. I, I do like Conor McGregor, but, but this shit had to happen. It had to happen like this. And they still gave him excuses. Oh, well, Dustin's on a six out of seven fight win streak. And this is Conor McGregor's first fight in 371 days. What? Just say he fucking lost. He got his ass whooped. He made so much money in his career. He's not the same hungry lion that he was before. He's not the same lion. That lion's fool. Now, if this was Conor McGregor like five years ago, all right, before the Floyd fight, yeah, all right. He might run. He might. He might. He might run through Dustin Poirier again. But seven years later, hundred mil in the bank, buying Bugattis and getting new shit out in 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 Dubai, doing this, that, and the third. Were you really ready to fight? Yeah, he won a round against Khabib. 
but the hungry Connor has a chance in that fight. Him fighting Khabib now, he ain't got a chance. He ain't got a chance. I think that the next fight that's going to happen is going to be Dustin versus Michael Chandler, in my opinion. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be Dustin versus Michael Chandler. Connor, in my opinion, the future of this sport, the future of boxing, yeah, I'm saying it. I'm calling it. <clears throat> Conor McGregor's going to fight Jake Paul. He's going to wipe the floor with Jake Paul, but he's going to fight Jake Paul. And I, I'm going to say that he will wipe the floor with Jake Paul. Just like Floyd's going to wipe the floor with Logan Paul. Let's, let's be real. Let's be honest with ourselves. That man had fought trained killers and came out 50-0. and 0, Except for... So, it's not like he's fighting tomato cans. It's not like he's fighting other YouTube stars. It's not like he's stepping into the ring for the first time. That man stepped in that ring. He was born to fight. Connor was born to fight too. But that money... That money talks loud as fuck, and it's up to you to be suckered into that. And it feels like Connor got suckered into that, 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 that money train. And I would be too. Why the fuck would I want to fight when I got a hundred mil in the bank and I'm making money? <clears throat> I'm making money off a whiskey company. He said what? I think he said that the company grossed billions, a billion dollars. What are you fighting for? Pride? You're getting the ass whooped. I said you beat Donald Cerrone. That's great. You beat Donald Cerrone. That's a great... Cool. Donald Cerrone ain't a 170. You fought a guy that was at 155. Dustin Poirier. And you got your ass whooped. Somebody that... Will that rises to the occasion? You can't walk into the ring half stepping, and you know that more than anyone else. I don't fight. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not a. I'm not an MMA. I know I'm not an MMA fighter. I know some of you might say, "Well, how do you know, motherfucker?" I'm a competitor. You don't have step in anything you do competitive wise, especially there's two, there's three sports that you do not walk in that motherfucker half stepping, not even a quarter, not even three quarter stepping. You better be 10 toes motherfucking down because if you're not, you're going to get hurt bad in some ways might lose your life. And that's boxing, football, and MMA. All three, you get are head-hunting sports. Now, some people would say, well, football isn't. You know how many times you motherfuckers be cracking their heads on, on in football? A lot. Every fucking play, actually. Every play, somebody's getting their head smashed in. So if you walk in there half-stepping, that's the result. You look like shit. You get kicked in the leg. Now, I think the problem now with McGregor, I think that, that, that and it's going to sound crazy to you guys, but he has to walk in with animosity. Like him and Dustin, 
the first fight, Dustin was pissed off. And he didn't fight the fight that he would normally have if he wasn't overly pissed off. If you've seen the um earlier if you seen the earlier um face off, you know, he walked up to him and said, You a bitch. You a bitch. He went in he went up to him like a Louisian a Louisianian. Very aggressive. What they're very nice people until they get very angry and then they're very aggressive. There's some aggressive ass motherfuckers. And he walked up to him. You a bitch. You a bitch. I'm gonna fuck you up. Shit like that. He went in this fight. Respectfully. They both went in with a lot of respect towards each other. Um, you know, I feel like Connor feeds off of animosity, just like, and I'm, I'm, I, it's gonna, I know, just like Kobe Covington. They gotta walk in with some type of animosity towards their opponent. I know, I know everybody's like, whoa, it's a respectful sport. We're supposed to respect each other, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. The best fights are when both fucking competitors hate each other. And where Conor McGregor thrives is that he's going to talk all the shit in the world and he's going to make you overdo. He's going to make you say, fuck game plan. I'm going to come and try to knock your fucking head off. You know who he did that with perfectly? Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo will kick the shit out of your legs. If, if you watch the back, and, and this is Jose Aldo. This is prime Jose, Jose Aldo, by the way. Jose will go and kick the fuck out your legs. And Conor McGregor got into his head and knocked him out in, what, 30 seconds? He didn't do that with Dustin. They were respectful to each other. Hi, yeah, hi, yeah, cool, okay, cool. I like you, you like you too, okay, cool. I'm respectful, good job. They didn't walk in with that animosity. Dustin was able to do the exact game plan that he wanted to do. Low lay kicks, and I'm going to beat you with my fucking boxing. I'm going to show you that I'm the better boxer. And Dustin did that shit to a T. Kicked the shit out of his legs to a point to where he left the arena walking with a cane. Dustin Poirier should be the champion. Because Khabib said that he retired. Why was that not a championship fight? I don't fucking know. But that's where we're at with the state of MMA. Um, we saw. I, what, did I see that uh, Stylebender went up to light heavyweight to fight Jan Blakovich? The fuck? I I didn't notice they were fighting each other. Two champions. He's trying to be a champ champ. That's a tough fight for him, man. Yo, Jan, that dude got power in both hands, bro. That Polish, that Polish hammer is no fucking joke. And if you know people from Poland, they some hard motherfuckers. Like they, they, they went through some shit. And that dude right there is a big ass Polish dude with hands of that fucking hand grenades on his hands. Like that, that dude. Stop it! Better be careful with this guy. He better exact the game plan that he's going to do because what's great about Jan is that he can sit back too and get what he's going to get. And I ain't going to tell how. We're going to see because that dude's a problem, man. 
that's a problem. Uh, there's a couple other championship fights coming up, man. I'll talk about those when they come up. But that that just caught my eye because I'm like, that's a pretty good fucking fight. But why didn't he fight John Jones then? He should have fought. Then him and John Jones should have fought. Hmm, interesting. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, we got the setting for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I said it. Fuck it. They they want to sue me? Then you, you listen. You're not gonna get a dime out of me because I really don't have a dime. Okay, you, that, that just makes you petty. Okay, I'm talking about your sport, fuckers. No, but the Super Bowl has now been set for. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, really, is young versus old. That that it, it, which is crazy. It sounds funny to you, but it's crazy. You know, we got a 43 year old Tom Brady still doing the damn thing, going to his 10th Super Bowl, and we got. Uh, under 25, I think he's, what, 24? Pat Mahomes going to his second straight Super Bowl. With Andy Reid going to his second straight Super Bowl. Congratulations, Big Red! Big Red! I wish he was still with the Eagles. No, um, but no, seriously, though. We got Andy Reid versus Bruce Arians. Both guys have been in this league for a very long time. And also, just going to go out there, I know you guys are like, man, this is really pro-black. Fuck you. Um, But both sides have black coordinators. Um, Offensive coordinator for Andy Reid is Eric Bieniemy. We also got on the other side for Tampa Bay, we have, um, is it Leslie? It's, no, Todd Bowles. Right, Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich are the coordinators for... Um, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But let's be real. The real coordinator of that team is Tom Brady. But. Okay. So. But no. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm not too excited about this Super Bowl. It's not like the biggest thing. I mean, it's been a weird year for a COVID year. We actually got through a football season in a COVID year. It was some scares there. But we got through it. And we're at the Super Bowl now. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? This, because the NFL was like, yo, we're playing this season no matter what. So you guys need to figure this shit out. Um, <clears throat> tail of the tape, to me, um, I think that the Kansas City Chiefs have way too much firepower on their team. But if there is one team that can possibly, to me, if there's one team that can play ball control, and keep Pat on the on the sideline. It's probably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It actually the two teams that probably could have done it are the ones that won. I mean, are the ones that were in the championship game because Aaron Rodgers can go toe to toe. Like you need to score forty, or right, I can score forty with you. Because let's be real, Kansas City Chiefs defense is yeah, they they show up sometimes. We don't know Super Bowl wise, Tampa Bay. Buccaneers Tom Brady was him Tom Brady went to a random ass team Tampa Bay had like for real all but then again I was like this Tampa Bay all they really needed was a solid quarterback and Jameis was Jameis Jameis just made bonehead decisions and Tom ain't gonna do that and without those decisions being made, Tom Brady is like, all right, well, 
I'm going to let y'all work. I'm going to let y'all work. I, I got Mike Evans on the outside. I got Chris Godwin on the in, uh, on the outside. You added Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones is having his best season. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. My bad. Forgot about Gronk and Cameron Bright. And if OJ Mayo, uh, OJ, uh, OJ Howard was healthy. Now you got three tight ends that can do massive amounts of work to anyone. And, t- and Tom... <clears throat> what's what's great about Tom is that he's going to let his playmakers be playmakers and do big things. He's going to get it to their hands, and it's up to them what they're going to do after that. And with the Chiefs, Pat can get it into the parking lot if they're there. So this is actually a really good matchup. I think Tampa Bay got a better defense, but that's a lot of fucking weapons to stop on that team. It's a lot of fucking wet, especially if Le'Veon is back healthy. They really both teams have very strong wide receiving, not very strong receiving cores. Let's be real. The biggest receiver that um, Kansas City has is Tariq Hill. And Sammy Watkins is good for one. Sammy Watkins is good for one great game where he can get you 250 yards. But I promise you, he's not playing the next week. And so it being the Super Bowl, yeah, that's where we're at. They have a great special team with Nikhil uh, McCole Hartman. Like, you got to understand, like, these guys, these guys are dangerous. Very fucking dangerous. So, and they can score from anywhere on the field. Both teams. So this should be a very high-scoring affair in the Super Bowl. (sighs) Fuck. And Aaron Rodgers disappoints all um, <laughs> Game Green Bay Packers fans again. <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, my Super Bowl pick, just in case people were like, oh, what was yours? It, uh, just in case you guys care. Uh, I said the Buffalo Bills versus the Packers. So both teams fucking lost. Sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, Bills Mafia and uh, Packer fans. Well, I really don't give a fuck about the Packer fans. I give a fuck about Bills Mafia, though, because I love the Mafia. I feel like Bills Mafia are the nicer version of the Eagles fans. Like, they just jump through tables. They don't beat up other people. That's that's what's great about Bill's Mafia. Oh, all right. I was going to talk about WandaVision, um, but I'm going to talk about that on Thursday because I want to talk about all three episodes, and there's going to be spoiler-filled. I'm just letting you know now on, did I say Wednesday? I said Thursday. I think I said Thursday. Oh, I said Thursday. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck it. Um, Thursday, I'm going to talk about WandaVision and the first three episodes, Okay. And why people should shut the fuck about why it's so slow. Okay? Okay? Got you guys. So, with that, I want to say, man, thank you so much for listening to the po- cruising. Thank you so much for listening to the cruising podcast. Um, I'm, man, I'm doing everything possible, man, to make sure I give you guys the most entertainment possible. Um, tomorrow will be the history podcast about Malcolm X. If you got a kid and you want them to learn about more about black history, please listen in tomorrow for the uh cruising around the world um i want to say man thank you guys so much love you guys um where you can find once again the cruising podcast is on spotify uh apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um stitcher really anywhere you can find podcast needs is where you can find the cruising podcast also for the video version you can find it on youtube at cruising podcast also where you can find the latest updates um on the show is at cruising podcast on um on instagram and also at Nice Town Find Us on Twitter. So with that, man, I want to say thank you guys so much. 
Lady, I'm sorry, not guys. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for listening. I want to say don't do anything I wouldn't do, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow for cruising around the world. Deuces!